0: to working on wellness health and minds bi-weekly wellness podcast where we discuss wellness through the mindfulness mental health nutrition sleep exercise and healthy relationships we're stoked you're with us today as we meet with the founder of juju frequencies Julian Desta. Julian is not only a certified sound healing guide but also a yoga and meditation teacher a Reiki practitioner and an artist We'd like to remind you that you can learn more about the six tenets of wellness and how to get connected with us here at Health & Mind by clink- clicking the link in the show notes. Uh, so first of all, Julian, welcome to the podcast. Thanks again for being on, man.
1: Hey, thank you for having me, really appreciate it.
0: It's it's my pleasure. Uh, DJ, who uh, is, is the founder of Health & Mind, uh, says a lot of positive things about her experience with you and, and all the things that you do. And uh, as a musician myself and a mental health counselor, I, uh, my curiosity's peaked about sound healing, uh, because I feel I'm just now starting to poke around in that world. So maybe we can start there. Uh, For our listeners that aren't familiar, what is sound healing?
1: Um, So a basic overview is um, we use different instruments um, and the instruments is a wide range of instruments typically it uh when people think of sound healing they think of singing bowls or gongs um, and basically we use those instruments to set your body into a deep relaxed state um where you are not fully conscious you're not fully unconscious you're sort of right in the middle so you, you As the vibrations uh, carry, your body might feel like it's going in and out of consciousness. And that's just really how your cells and your whole body, the water in your body, reacting to the vibrations. And it's a really nice relaxation practice. um, But it has a wide range of benefits um, from stress to helping people sleep better, even for healing aches and pains um, in the body, uh, headaches. um, The list goes on.
0: I didn't even think about this beforehand, but when you said it, I thought, what a great place, what a great mental state to process things that you're dealing with um, in relationships or maybe past trauma or uh, life decisions. It just seems like a new environment where you can explore those things with sort of maybe um, a fresh mind state. Do you experience folks kind of coming into it with something to work on through the process?
1: Always, somebody, I mean, each person who comes, even the people who repeatedly come, experience something a little bit deeper or different each time they come um, because it really drops you back uh, into yourself. Um, it really hits your your ears, and your ears are sort of like a portal. Just like your eyes are a portal to see the world, your ears are a portal to the sounds in the world. So when you hear these sounds, it really makes you drop back into yourself and really explore what's happening inside your body. So a lot of people experience seeing colors, uh, having visions, um, a wide range. Some people have told me they've experienced um, past lives. It, uh, yeah, again, it's it's really deep. It goes really in depth um, to what it can do for you as a healing modality.
0: That's incredible that it can do all of those things with purely sound, especially as I'm sure all of our listeners are tapped into the music they love. Um, perhaps they go to concerts, they have experiences with sound and probably mostly music. Are you pretty aware of how the sounds you're using are going to affect the participants, or is there a lot of subjectivity and dependent on the person and how they're doing that day or maybe their health?
1: Yeah, exactly. It definitely, uh, it's a relationship. So it's the the person playing the sound, the sounds themselves, and then the participant who's receiving the sound. and yes depending on the day depending on the energy of the planet at the time um each experience is going to be different and unique and the person next to you might experience a totally different experience than the person next to them depending on what the body needs and the sound is it uh basically it's its own intellect its energy so it knows what each person needs so one person might just fall asleep as soon as they hear it another person might start to like like I said, start to see the colors. Another person might just start to feel their body tingling. So um, it's different for everybody.
0: You mentioned that it's sort of, you're conscious, but you're also a little unconscious. You're somewhere in between there. That sounds like it's kind of a commonality for the people that come to see you. And I'm wondering what causes that state?
1: Um, so, uh, so the, the vibration, uh, everything vibrates. So uh, experience sounds, The vibrations actually uh, interact with uh, the cells, the water in your body, and and basically how you would almost drop a a pebble into a a pond or some water, and you would see that ripple effect. The same thing is happening to your body when you experience sound. That sound frequency hits your body, and it creates this ripple effect throughout your body that's... that's, uh, even how the sound sounds, it's more like a whoop, whoop, whoop. whoop. That's how your body experiences as well. Your cells, the water starts to uh, ripple and go in and out and fluctuate, make waves. And then you start to feel that uh, that wave pulling you, that sound calling you in and out, in and out, until eventually it just relaxes you. It's almost like rocking you to sleep, you know, with, with the vibration. It kind of
0: reminds me of, uh, you've, you've heard of cymatics, I'm sure, where you see physical objects moving. Yeah. And so it's causing that sort of, um, it sounds like it's it's a specific uh, effect you're having on the person with the instruments that you choose. I've heard of certain frequencies create certain effects or rather that your brain is operating at certain frequencies when it's in different states, such as anxious or calm and focused. Um, When you choose your instruments, are you going into different sessions with different intentions or is it sort of, maybe you hit a little bit of everything and the person kind of responds? how do you sort of set up for a sound journey?
1: Um, great question. Um, I, I really tap in intuitively. Um, I could have an intention, like if we're doing one on a full moon um, and bring the full moon and the vibrations of renewal in and things like that. However, I bring a wide range of instruments and I really, it's in that moment that I start to tap into what the people sort of need in that moment. And I will go from there. And I bring a wide range so I can have access to different things. I might uh, want to use uh, Tibetan bowls just for the whole sound bath. Or I might want to mix Tibetan bowls with crystal bowls. Or I might just want to do a didgeridoo for a while. Um, so I, 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 it depends on that moment.
2: And depending on just whatever I use, um, that helps the person. So I, what I like to uh, think of it as, as I create soundscapes. So I use a wide range of instruments that just take you on a journey through a wide range of instruments that call to, it can, it'll it take you anywhere and everywhere. So you might go deep into the depths, you might feel like you're in the ocean at one time, and then you might hear another instrument that just take you into the cosmos and to the stars. Um, so it depends on what I use, um, and I've heard a wide range of different experiences with, with the instruments. Uh, for a didgeridoo, for instance, um, some people say it feels like they're levitating when they experience the didgeridoo. Um, some people say like they just feel really rooted and grounded when they hear the didgeridoo. Other people feel like they're not even on the planet anymore. So uh, like, again, it, it's different for every person. I might use the same instrument, but everybody hears it and experiences it differently.
0: Where do you go when you're creating these soundscapes? I imagine you have to keep a foot in reality to continue to create. But at the same time, what you're doing is so it's such a transcendent experience for those experiencing it. It must take you somewhere. What's your experience as you've done this for sounds like 20
2: years? Um, For for me now, um, again, like the sound has its own intellect. So it almost just like it's telling the people and sort of helping them experience what they need to experience. It's sort of guiding me as well. And I'm not, when I first started doing sound bath, I was very, uh, mind focused on what am I doing? Am I doing this now? It's really the sound is just sort of controlling me as well. And now I'm just the conduit and it's letting me know how loud I should go, how soft I should go when I should switch or fade out to a different instrument. Um, and it often just leaves me, uh, very energized at the end. When I'm done, I'm just feeling very energized. But as I'm in it, it's just like the sound is is really literally telling me what to do instead of me telling the sound what to do. It's, it's, it's amazing.
0: Sounds beautiful. I, as I mentioned, I'm a musician. I had an experience once, though, where I was invited to create sound. That's what my friend called it, where two non-musicians and myself got in a room and there were no rules. It was just enjoy sound there was no time signature there was no key we were hitting everything in the room it was loud but then it was really soft and i never felt so free in a room with sound i had no it really could affect me individually so i really resonate with what you're saying here about how it becomes less and less of a conscious process on your part and more uh you're sort of in the experience with them and your experience probably is factoring in there how did you get into using sounds for these healing purposes? Were you a musician in your own right or was it sort of through
2: this these other healing ventures that you've been through? Um, a little bit of all of that. Like when I've I've always had an instrument in my life ever since I was a kid, uh, thanks to my mom, they would always give me something if I asked like, hey, I want a guitar, they'd give me a guitar. Uh, I had trumpet in middle school. I mean, there's always been an instrument with me throughout all of my life, I could say. Um, and then I would say before I even really got into sound healing, um, I was still playing like hand percussion, djembes, things like that. But I got my hand on a, a a didgeridoo that my friend made. He made it out of bamboo and we traded, we traded each other. I made T-shirts at the time and we traded each other. And um, I started playing the didgeridoo right from there. And for me, uh, it, I caught on very quickly. Uh, it's not an easy instrument to learn, but for me, it came it came pretty naturally and so I, I got the drone and then i learned how to circular breathe and then from there i kept doing that not really knowing anything but just oh i enjoy this instrument and then i when i switched and did my yoga teacher training um that's when everything started to turn and i started to uh, a friend gifted me some my first pair of crystal bowls and then from there it was that was it it uh, I just started doing sound baths. Actually, at the end of my yoga certification, that's what I did as my final project. I did a sound bath for the class and people resonated with it. They really liked it. And, um, and so I just kept going. Every time I would do my yoga classes, I would introduce sound into it. Um, and it just kept going. It really grew from there.
0: What a cool story, man. I want to experience it. <laughs> I'm yeah. cool man. This
2: is too cool. Yeah. Well, uh we have one I we just created it. it is going to be June 14th on the full moon at Shemarazo Park outside under the full moon. So, there's your invite.
0: <laughs> appreciate it. I'll be there. Sounds yeah. awesome, man. Um yeah, I'm just I'm so excited by this as I mentioned uh, I'm I'm a resident in counseling is and that's a, that's obviously a health field and I also a musician, so this intersection of healing and sound is is really interesting to me. You mentioned how it really became Integrated once you had your yoga training and that makes me wonder about the preparation for what you do Uh, Folks might come to you from all different backgrounds some that might have a practice of meditation or reiki Some that might not do you have a preparatory? uh, Ritual maybe that you go through to get somebody in the space to receive your
2: sounds before you begin I Try to always uh, I I really how I come is is the energy I bring. So I try to come early enough where I can set up and then I can drop into a small meditation or relaxed space so when people are coming into that space they feel welcome they feel relaxed they're ready to lie down and just get comfortable so i always definitely uh because the people playing sound baths we are space holders so we're holding space for all these people and and that really depends on how we show up so if we're showing up in a mood if we're showing up rushing. Um, that can be felt through the sound and the people can feel that. So I always try to give myself ample time to be able to sit up uh, almost in a ritual type setting, um, uh, charge the space, set intentions in the space before the first person even comes in um, so that that energy is already there. And
0: yeah, that's usually how I do it. Good for you. You're you're bringing the energy with you and you're inviting people into that space rather than needing to get them somewhere. You get yourself where you need to be. And yeah. I love it. Yep. Right on. Thank you. So, with these three different healing modalities that you operate within, um, what is a day in the life of Julian look like with these? Do you feel like you get to do a lot for yourself in your preparation or do you feel like it's more mostly practicing how did do, How does it look like in your daily life?
2: Um, for me, This is what I love about these healing modalities is that it's a win-win situation. So uh, when I'm doing it with other people, it's also giving me good good energy and good vibrations and healing me in the same process as it's healing the people I'm working on. Um, when I, and when I'm not doing it with other people, I'm playing an instrument every day. Uh, that was the, the the lesson of sound, like play it every day. It gives you information. It heals you. It brings joy to you and unlocks stuff in you. So do it daily. So it is a daily practice for me. It's not something I just wait until the next sound bath. No, I, I play every day, whether it's my didgeridoo, my flutes, my hand pans, I have to, um, it literally is like, I, I will feel off if I didn't do that daily. So in the same thing with my yoga, my meditation, all of these practices are meant to, 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 be with us wherever we go. Like uh, you, You don't need a yoga mat to do yoga, right? You just find a nice space and you do it. You activate it. You don't need a space to do Reiki. You just know how to place your hands and activate the Reiki. You don't need a place or a special thing for meditation. You can just sit on the bus, close your eyes, start breathing deeply and connecting. So these modalities are meant to be a part of us, not something that um, we do arbitrarily or on a certain day, like we can access it at any time. And once you know that uh, you you can do it anywhere, you can do it in the morning, do it in the evening, do it for a few minutes at lunch. Yeah, that's what I love about it. It's like, I always have it there with me.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds like it's a complete lifestyle for you and not something that is something you're good at and you do it now and then. No, it's something that on a daily that um is not only a part of your maybe routine or the way you live your life but it is something that you really believe in uh as yeah, yes. this life is to be in touch with this life energy i believe that's what that's what reiki means right life <laughs> yeah. life
2: force life energy, energy. energy yes mm-hmm. exactly. yeah uh i i that was the lesson from all these practices like oh, they, they, they give you that life force energy to keep going to keep being your best trying your best and then being there to be able to show up for yourself and others so yeah it's like that's the that's natural medicine
0: it's <laughs> beautiful yeah it's and it doesn't require uh it doesn't require words it requires um presence and it sounds like a bit of openness to it and yeah. a little bit of a hands open mentality to, to allow yourself to experience um, these things. Um, that's really great. You, you work with individuals, you work with couples, you work with groups. Um, what do you notice as some of the uh, differences, if there are any, to working with uh, you know, different people?
2: Well, when I, I I work individually with people, I can hone in more to what their specific uh, need is. Um, and I can use uh, certain instruments based on that need. Uh, so I can sometimes it might just be strictly tuning forks that I use for a one on one session um, or it might be a didgeridoo. I've done where I've done a seven chakra uh didgeridoo session and just use seven different frequencies of didgeridoo to, to work on a person uh, it could be bowls uh, um, so I can really hone in on an individual uh, with a specific instrument and, and do a a a more intimate personal healing experience as opposed to working with a group, um, sky's the limit because, uh, there's a lot of people. So, um, and it depends also if I'm outdoors or if I'm inside, if I'm doing a one inside, uh, I like to find a good space inside that room where those vibrations are just going to be bouncing all off the building, inside the walls, reaching all the people in the back as well as the people in the front. Um, and if I'm doing a group one outside, that's the beauty because nature is, uh, comes in and assists. The birds will start chirping to the instruments, the cicadas will start ringing. It's truly just a magical thing to do it outdoors cuz nature loves sound baths like it truly. They like they'll chime in. It is it's magical every single time.
0: Yeah. I'm excited for June 14th, man. <laughs> I'm excited.
2: Yeah,
0: me too. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, cool. Wow. Uh, I'm running out of questions here for you, man. I've been, I've been sort of throwing them at you rapid fire. And uh, the, the message I'm getting here is that these sounds will heal you and will take you places and intuitively where you need to go. And that's there's mystery to that. It's not something you can explain because you're doing one thing that's affecting different people in different ways. And in order for them to receive that gift, it seems they need to be with someone that's intuitive and in touch with a muse such as yourself and also open to the experience. Maybe I'll ask you this. Someone that's never experienced sound healing before, um, maybe even skeptical, what sort of resources would you offer them to maybe dip their
2: toes into this? Um, with the technology age that we're in, there's plenty of places to access sound baths. Um, they do them online. You can uh, definitely check out YouTube. You could also even now just type sound healing into your streaming uh, modality, whether it's Spotify or Apple, uh, something will come up now because it's it's everywhere. Um, and that would be a nice, good, like, just just to, just to give you a taste of it. Um, but it, it won't give you the, 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 the full feeling until you attend a live one. Because once you start to feel those vibrations hit you, it's a, it's a whole different experience than you just listening over a speaker or a headphones. And that's not to say that the speakers and headphones don't have their effect, they do, but it's just different than experience a live one and actually feeling those vibrations hit your body. Yeah.
0: Yes, yes. In, in my preparation for this interview, I was watching a video about using certain vibrations to help people with dementia. They were tapping into a frequency, I wanna say it was 10 Hertz was the difference between the, was the, the binaural. Rhythm. Yeah. Anyway, what they did was they helped the woman by sitting in a chair that the whole chair vibrated. So it wasn't just, yeah. but to your point, you really need to feel it. And I also believe that when you take time out of your day to come to something and you make it a moment, you make it a, a thing where I'm not surfing online while I'm doing this. I'm yeah. here with the whole experience that I could see how it'd be. Um, it would just, just be um, more beneficial. You'd, you reap more benefits from the process. Another thing I'm curious about too is you've done this for. I read your bio on your, um, your page over 20 years. What have you noticed um, in the, the change of people that you've worked with over the years? Have you noticed a change in their reception to these sorts of practices? Um, you know, what are, what are some things that maybe you've learned over the
2: last 20 years as far as how you operate within them and how you deliver them? Um, well, in my 20 years, uh, fully, I've actually been doing sound healing maybe half that time, like 10 years. But okay. the other 10, I've been using other instruments that I didn't realize at the time I was doing sound healing. <laughs> um, For instance, like I, I practice capoeira um, and I've been doing capoeira for over 20 years and the Berenbao. Uh, the instrument we use is a sound healing instrument. Um, it has a gourd on it and a resonator that sits on your belly at your heart, and you're constantly tapping this the string of it, which is sending these vibrations into your organs. Um, and and I'm quite quite sure doing a good healthy just mix up of your organs and keeping them stimulated and and vibrant. Um, for doing that over twenty years. And so now I've converted that into my sound healing using that same instrument for people in my sound healing. So I could say that the people I've worked with over those over these twenty years, um they're still like very good friends of mine. And they're still doing this practice too, because they too have seen the uh, the proof and what this does for them and does for a community. If anything, what I love about music always, whether it's sound healing or a show, it brings people together. And and that's the beauty of it. Like it brings people together, which we need. And and when people are coming together, seeing that they're all here to enjoy the same thing and the same, it's that, it's that unity and that energy and that's a vibration. Um, that I, I I enjoy seeing. One day I was doing sound bath and just I was in that zone and I just happened to look up and just noticed that there were like 30, 40 people just spread out in stillness, just came together just to be still and be peaceful and be be just like their best selves just by lying there. And I was like, whoa, this is a powerful practice. So yeah, um, over the years, it's it's only reinforced that this is something that uh we need uh as a community need as individuals but also as a a community and the world needs it
0: keep saying it man i'm just excited to to finally experience it i as i mentioned me being a musician i teach music but i'm also in a band that plays shows and it's something i just don't get sick of just just music and people going oh you know coming together for it and um yeah just just too cool I, I thank you again for your time julian and, and before we sort of wrap up here do you have any information you want to give to our listeners and how maybe they can get in contact with
2: you um and some some specifics on what you offer yeah you can reach me uh via my website which is ajujufrequency.com um, you can also find me um, on instagram under that same title frequency. and um uh, also, you can also reach me if you want to reach me through uh, Gmail, which is jujuartsartx uh, at gmail.com. And I'm and mostly I post uh, on Instagram, also Facebook um, for when I'm doing my next events. Um, uh, and the next one is, like I said, June 14th at Shimurazo Park at 8 p.m. Um, and it's, I believe sunset's at 8:32, So the full moon will be coming up and it's going to be a beautiful experience.
0: Thank you again for your time, Julian. And thank you to all of our wow listeners for checking in with us today. Feel free to follow us on Spotify or Google podcasts for more episodes for questions, comments, or concerns. You can email us at internet health and mind.net. And lastly, don't forget to follow our social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook at H I M R V A and all you do keep your health in mind.